Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. Hey, hey, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Let's Chat. Hey, T. Hey, Alicia, girl, how you doing? It's been a minute since we've been on here, girl. I know you were sick last week, so we we had to wait for you to get it. Yeah, I couldn't even talk to myself last week. <laughs> Uh, you know what? That's bad when you can't even talk to yourself. Because you know everybody be sitting in the car. Don't act like y'all don't be sitting in the car talking to yourself. Especially if you're mad, too. You done whole, had the whole conversation before you even got wherever you was going. Exactly. Figure <laughs> it out. Wonders <laughs> of the world. <laughs> but it's good to be back on the air. It's good to be back with my girl. We have an exciting show tonight. And we got a lot to say, you know. At least we got a week of pent up talking to do. So, y'all just jump in, you know, stop us when you can. I may have to mute for a minute if I have to cough up the other lung that I still have left, but it's going to be a great show nonetheless. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I'm so excited. We have uh, two shows left for 2016. And today we have an awesome show. We're going to be talking and talk about. Staying focused, new year, new moves. You know, a lot of times, you know, we always talked a lot this year about being out of focus um, and making sure that you stay focused. But it's the new year, and you should be doing new things. And, I, you know, if you're still doing the same thing you were doing six months ago, it's, it's something to be changed because it's a new year. And so mm-hmm. some people do New Year's resolutions. Some people don't. Some people just have goals. Um, so it's different for everyone, but as an author, you really should already be in 2017 and kind of focusing on 2018 because you're you're mm-hmm. you're thinking ahead. You have to brand, you have to market, you're writing books. All of that is is part of the process. 
That's true. And, you know, as far as writing those books, you know, you should have some type of timeline when you want to release your books, especially if it's part of a series. You know, you don't want to pile your readers up with one book right after the other. And a really good book takes time to marinate and get those characters really developed. So you really have to have planned this out. And uh, we've learned that so much goes into you know, exhibiting a great read, those characters tend to live with you on a daily basis. And when it's time for their story to be told, it should be told the right way with the great development and take time taken to make sure the story flows and that's going to be a great read to your to your readers that's awaiting that next five-star read from you. Absolutely right. And I think also being able to have more of an understanding. A lot of times people just throw up on their paper and they send it in, but mm-hmm. probably take that next step. Make sure that you polish your, your manuscript before you send it in. Make sure it's the best. Make sure you have, you should already have a team. Like you should have your own reader. You should have your own proofreader, beta reader, or whatever you have. That That's mm-hmm. the process of helping you polish your book. I have noticed that a lot of authors don't, one, they don't know how to polish their book, and they don't want to polish their book. They want to give it to the editor mm-hmm. and let the editor do everything, and that's really not what it is. And you want to mm-hmm. always sharpen your pen, so you have to make sure that you're on point before you send it out. Mm-hmm. That's true. At least it's funny you should say that about having a really competent team and not just a yes man on your team. I was actually on Amazon looking at a book and I came across one that looked really interesting because, you know, that cover catches our eye first and foremost next to that title. So I looked at some of the reviews and the first review I looked at said that the story was all over the place. There was no structure. And if the author had just taken the time to get a competent editor the story could have read a whole lot better, and it was a one star. And if she could have given none, she would have. That speaks volumes. You know, you don't want to just throw some words on a page and, and slap a cover and a, a spine to it and say you have a book and expect people to just accept that because people want quality work. I know I, as a reader, I want quality work. I will take quality over quantity any day up. So it's so important to have a really strong team with you and those components that Leisha listed just a minute ago are, are key to, to making that book a success. You know, if it's not ready, don't put it out. It should not be rushed because we as readers, we can tell a rushed product at the end. Absolutely. And just to piggyback off what you were saying, you should take pride mm-hmm. in whatever you put your name on. So yeah. whatever you send in, whatever you upload, you should take pride in that. And so it should always be on point. That's the first thing I want to say. The other thing Mm -hmm. is I'm going to take something that Aaron Beeple says all the time, and I'm going to flip it around. He always says you can't be a publisher and be broke. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the same thing as an author. Everything takes money. Everything can't be free. Um, Everybody can write. In the words of Ms. Heather Butler today, everybody can write, but not too many people can sell a book. Mm-hmm. So what, whatever you put in your name on, you got to make sure that it's on point. That means mm-hmm. it might take some time for the right editor, save up for the right cover, 
you know, save up because book money is slow money. Mm-hmm. You make your money off paperbacks, really, you know, moving moving around and networking and pushing those paperbacks. I mean, Amazon is right. nice, but they take 35 to 70%. So mm-hmm. you want to make sure that you are able to move around. And so you, mm-hmm. that, that's where you make your money, off your paperbacks. And you mm-hmm. don't want those printed up wrong. Right. And that's so true. You know, Amazon takes that cup before anyone. So Amazon, I look at it as just like a, a little a, a, a little extra, a little side. But when you really look into it, those paperbacks is your bread and butter. You should always have a paperback with you, be it in your bag, in your car, in your trunk, wherever you can get you know, you kiss those babies, you meet those readers, you should be able to say, bam, your paperback is your your business card, your calling card. So that's where your bread and butter comes in. And just think of Amazon as that little extra, you know, that, that pickle on the side of that hamburger or that cherry on the top of that sundae. You know, that should not be your end all and be all to Amazon because paperbacks is where the author can really make a difference. And, and as far as, you know, getting them the money for their bank for all the work that they put into getting a book out. Absolutely. I definitely agree with that. We're going to take a brief break, and we'll be back shortly. Okay. This your boy, Yo Gotti. Gotti. To my muscle, bitch, I'm living. Yo, God, it told me he got work. I said, OG, let's get it. They do my dirt with no co defending. I know they snitching 30 inch wheels, but he broke. That boy got no ambition. I was 16, triple beam, leaning on him. Know the street couldn't hold me, they triple teaming on me. I remember telling Frank, boy, I want a bail. Now I'm shopping with my bitch, all she want is Chanel. Went to sleep, count sheep, I woke up counting money. If it's right for the price, tell him I can run it. Remember, I ain't have a pot to piss me. Started whipping, 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 I look how I'm living. Chili in it, big got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that walker flocker got that flame on. Just me jugging with my rich home. Hey, hey, this I live. This I live. This I live. This I live. I really live it like for real. I really do this shit for real. A hundred twenty carries, don't get yourself embarrassed. What I paid for the cross, I could have bought a navy. Four thousand thirty-two grams, say one. Home damage chain is what I paid for just one. When I was young, they labeled your boy damn fool. Twenty-two's enough on my Benz truck and my old school. You get the picture, the money, it ain't the issue. Six figures before the rap game, now I'm a little richer. Homie, still a real nigga, yeah, and I do real shit, man. West fucking around with star shift to my whole brick. Down the spring, feel nigga, get it how you live. Real recognize, real and don't pay the fucking bill. Broke nigga. 
niggas on chill. Got it on them things in the fast lane. Burning brain, bumping Jake and I chill. I represent no Memphis, motherfucker. And this is how I live, motherfucker. This your boy, you got it. Hey, hey, big got all my chains on. Man, I'm about to blow like it's cocaine on. Told that Walker Blocker got that flame on. Just be chugging with my rich home. Hey, hey, this I live. This I live. This I live. This I live. I really live this life for real. I really do this shit for real. This I live. This I live. Now tuned in to the mother uh, greatest. We are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. I am Leisha. I'm here with my right hand and sometimes my left, the fabulous Miss Tony. We're talking that talk about New Year, new moves. Stay in focus. And speaking of New Year, new moves, make sure y'all head over to Eventbrite and one click your chair. Um, or your spot at the Divas Luncheon and Literature and Greet, which is going to be in Atlanta on on March the 4th from 1 to 5. And then on March 5th, there's also going to be a writing workshop that will be facilitated by Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashonda Tate Billingsley. So I'm super excited. Make sure you go out and get your one-click on so that you can be in the house. We have 12 fabulous authors that will be there to mix and mingle with the readers. Um, There are early bird tickets, but they will only be on sale until January the 1st. So make sure you get out and get your one click so that you will be in the house. Absolutely. I'm excited for that leash. It's going to be really, really big. Uh, it's going to be interesting to have so much talent all up in one room. I could just imagine the energy that's going to be flowing throughout that room. So make sure you head on over there to Eventbrite and uh, click on the table that you would like to uh, sit and uh, interact. I think um, each, the way I was explaining it to Heather, you know, I was just messing with her saying that I took the last table at Travis's, Travis's table but um, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. So make sure you head over before your favorite author or artist table fills up, and then you have to have that second selection. So it's going to be a great weekend. Don't forget it's March 4th and 5th down in the ATL. And actually, Lisa, it's going to be here before you know it because Tom is flying, girl. Absolutely. We have 12 fabulous authors that will be there, Blake Carrington, Tamika Newhouse, Felicia Hamilton, Rashonda and Victoria, uh, D.E. Adams, Justin Q. Young, Sharif Jadon, uh, Renee Mal- uh, Rihanna Mallory, Terry Branch, mm-hmm. and we're going to have their model, Travis Cure. I call him everybody's favorite Monday WCW or WMCM, whatever <laughs> the little abbreviation is. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Misha and I always get into our show, especially since it's been a a bit since we've been on, but here on Let's Chat, we like to celebrate literature the royal way, no matter what the genre may be. Our show allows all avid readers and authors to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment because we love feeling an author or an author's passion and to know why they do what they do. 
And um, it comes over through the airwaves. You know, we can hear them smiling. We can hear how they first started, whatever struggles they may have or whatever information that they can pass on to those that are listening that may be trying to take that same journey as they are. So we always try to make it interesting and relevant here on this chat. And we hope that you have been enjoying the shows that we have been bringing to the airwaves. I know I have, Leisha. I really have. Me too. Um, we've been doing this for a couple of years, three years, so next year will be our fourth year. And mm-hmm. it's just such a blessing that the people that we're able to get, um, next year we have more to come. Like somebody just hit me up, uh, we're going to have a comedian. I'm trying to get him in January. But I'm mm-hmm. just, you know, really, really blessed of the people that are around that help kind of support and spread the word. Uh, We've had a great, great year. We appreciate each and every one of you that stream our show, whether you stream it from Blog Talk or iTunes or a podcast. Um, But next Mm -hmm. year, we are so excited because we're going to make it better. So if you ever have an idea of an author, because I can't have, you know, I can't think of every author to bring on the show. So if you have a thought of an author that you would like to have on this chat, make sure you hit up the chat radio show at gmail.com and put Mm -hmm. author request in the subject, and I will try to pursue that author and have them on the show if you would like to be a sponsor of Let's Chat. Just send your request to the chat radio show at Mm gmail.com and put in sponsorship, or if you're requesting a interview, uh, the same email address, and just put in interview request. Mm, that's, that's that's a great thing to have. And, Lisa, I also want to add my thanks to all the authors. You know, we have really uh, made some great, uh, formed some great relationships throughout the industry, not just in the literary world, but we have relationships with the musical publishers. You know, we, we just so thank everyone for just, because time is precious. When they come on our show and spend their time with us, that's invaluable. So we really do appreciate all of our guests that have been on since day one that we have been doing this. And uh, like we should say, we have come. Just drop that email if there's something that you would like us to to, um, zero in on, and we'll try to make that happen. So thank you to everybody that has been a part of this chat, as well as our listeners. Thank you first and foremost. Absolutely, because we we don't do what we do for nothing. You know, as readers, we enjoy to read, and allow uh, it allows us to fill an author's passion. But when the author doesn't mm-hmm. have that word of mouth, when they don't know people, then mm-hmm. it's their personality that becomes that word of mouth. That's true. At least, you know, we've had veteran uh, authors as well as new ones. So sometimes you have that new voice, that newcomer that may not be familiar with it, and that this platform allows them to kind of spread their wings and see what it's all about as far as being interviewed, interacting with interviewers as well as listeners. So it's not just seasoned um, artists and authors. We have newbies, and, and I love hearing them because, you know, they're fresh off the off the hike with their work, and you can kind of hear the difference. And they actually tune in just to hear some of what the veterans have to share with them. So we get it from 
A to Z, and uh, it's always a blessing to have any and everyone that we've had on the show. Definitely agree with that. We're going to take a brief break, and then we will be right back. Okay. Um, We're going to play that Aaron Bebo because we want the keys in 2017. I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone Shorty like my body, set my name first Gonna make up, go in the same purse We out here on the grind she got the same thirst, I got a mind, body, and soul, three-round burst. My soldier in heels, the breast behind the ski mask, Netflix and chill. As I roll out the weed bag, she show how she feel. You know a nigga see that, she want my attention, and she know it's time to be back. I'm always down the block, put on Mary J. Block. Pump like handles so she see a mirage. When it's deep, my rib can feel a squeeze from her thighs. I can tell that she mind by the look in her eyes. If we get caught in the act, we'll be sentenced to life. So when it's time to throw down, we don't ever think twice, taking shots at the missus, but this is my wife, so all them shots be misses, bitch, get you a life, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, one snore, she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on, one line at a time, one snore, she gone, like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong, roll up one whiff and I'm gone, how you doing, love? What's your name, number, and son? You so divine. Let me look at you from behind. Yeah, your body banging. Coke bottle, some type of model. Digging how when you move through the crowd, the eyes follow. Got my attention. You got my head spinning. The kind of feeling that got you tripping so revealing. Mind state of a hustler, your style so appealing. I'm looking for a trip to Bolivia if you willing. The poor taking Szechuan State and take a break from the day to day. We can get away on a holiday. Vibing, coasting, bragging, boasting. Chopping it up, back to back, blunts in motion Hugging the ocean, shopping, copping, designer Baby, tell me how that sound, I want the finer Things in life, A1 weed, papers and pipes And we can get it right I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone I want the keys to Bolivia, she turning me on One line at a time, one snore, she gone Like glass jars, use the whole whiff when it's strong Roll up one whiff and I'm gone One and only the boss lady, Nene Capri. I hail all the way from North New Jersey. I'm the author of the Pussy Trap series, Trust No Bitch series, and my latest book under G Street Chronicles, Tainted Lies, Fear, and Death. You can holler at me at NeneCapri.com. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as Nene Capri. I'm coming to a library near you. Trapping. 
Are you an author looking for promotional services or a reader looking for a great read at low prices? In this competitive world of books, Writing Royalty Promotions is dedicated to bringing authors and readers together to build a greater respect for literature through our various promotional services and online bookstore. So head over to writingroyaltypromotions.com and check us out.
Yes, we are back. We are back. Welcome to Let's Chat. We appreciate everybody that is tuning into our show. We're waiting for our guests to stroll into the chat room. But while we are waiting, if you are looking for something good, read. We have the. Let's see, I'm pulling that up now. We have a few, few great reads that you may want to run out and check if you've you've been reading and now you're out of something good to read and you're like, dang, I, I just need something else. What what else is good to read? We want you to make sure you run over to Amazon and check out Peter Mac. Now, Peter Mac is the sponsor for Less Chat, but he has this series called Affiliated. Um, books one through three are available. And, honey, let's he tell you about these books. <laughs> Man, I have been falling for this Brock James. I just finished part three not too long ago, and I'm literally, literally fiending for part four. And uh, Peter said he won't have me wait too much longer, and I so appreciate him for that. But if you want a good read, the story flow is like no other. You know, you have the sometimes you have a story that begins and ends, but you don't really know the backside of, of what's going on and he supplies that so I, once I got used to that style of reading leash I, it's, it's a beautiful thing character development on point, flow of it is on point anything with Peter Mac's name on it, you will not be disappointed and um, he is at the top of my, my library you know all those elite authors go up there so um, I'm looking forward for his next drop so pick up that Peter Mac affiliated series one, two, and three. You'll be feeling just like I am. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And make sure you go out there and pre-order. There is a pre-order alert for Push to the Limit by Author Battle, and that's from Reese World Publishing. It will be available uh, on the 22nd, but it is now. Um, you can pick it up for pre-order. So when you pre-order it, uh, the ebook will become available to you on the 22nd. So make sure you go out and you pick that hot, hot title up by the fabulous author Battle. And we got J.B. Vample. That's right. We got J.B. Vample. Now, she, I like her pen because it's different. Now, her <laughs> College Life series, um, I believe she has um, three books out and available. I'm not mm-hmm. sure about the fourth series, but people have been hitting my inbox curious about Penn. Her personality is awesome. She is so sweet. So y'all make sure y'all go out and support her. She has, it's, it's, it's based on college. You know, mm-hmm. you know, when the roommate lottery, you know, you get that roommate. You know, in college you get couples. You get personalities that clash. It's a whole different lifestyle that people have, that kids mm-hmm. have to get used to when they go off to college. So if you have any people getting ready to leave out, any high schoolers getting ready to leave out to head out to college, you might want to pick this up for them to get that read on. Mm-hmm. And also you want to make sure you pick up That Church Life by the fabulous author Teresa Howe. Now this book right here, it has suspense drama all wrapped up in one and yes it's talking about church and y'all know 
all that goes on in church. A lot of things go on in church. If you like green leaf, you will love this. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of because we've had them on the show, and it's just that the, the talk and hear their passion behind those books is is really a good those archives. Absolutely. And if you like a little kinky pen with a little erotic twist to it, make sure y'all step into that A Good Girl's Journal of Dirty Little Secrets by the fabulous author Zoe Truth. That book, let me tell y'all, you are going to get an erotic experience because that book right there, I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you, it's something else. And normally <laughs> I don't do erotic books. Like I'll read a street lit book before I read an erotic book. Only because mm-hmm. they don't really grab me. So it, it really depends on the author's pen itself. But this one right here, I just love her style. So make sure mm-hmm. y'all go out there and get y'all one-click popping. And then we have Clouded Judgment by the fabulous author Byron Carey. Part 2 will be coming in the beginning of 2017. So make sure you get your one-click popping. Now... Everybody knows that I'm I'm always going somewhere, right? So I went to the BDSM Writers Con. Actually, T went with me, and I went out to support Tasha DeMay because she writes BDSM, uh, and that's that Love, Truth, and Consequences, book one and two, are available on Amazon and on paperback. So when I went to this Mm -hmm. conference, y'all, when you say BDSM, what I told Tasha was not look. I don't know about this now. I'm going to support you. I don't know how this going to go. Because, you know, that's that slap me, beat me, pull my hair. Hey, I don't know. But when I got there, it was nothing like what I thought. And honestly, if you are a passionate author, if you write sex scenes at any type of point of your book at any point in time, whether you're a romance author, erotic author, street lit author, and you just, if you put sex in your book, period, this is a mm-hmm. great event to go to. There's two. There's one in Everett, Washington, and there's one in New York. Uh, the one in New York is in August, and I think the one in um, Washington is in March. So if you're ready to enhance your pen on that sensual, sexual side, make sure you grab your tickets to that event. I'll post the link on my page. It is awesome because they give you so many different ideas on how to mix things up and it's really all about the visual I mean I just learned mm-hmm. so much it's re- it was really the lifestyle is totally different from the writing style if that makes sense mm-hmm. it does and like you said Lise you can mix that up into any genre as long as you have if you have some type of love or sex scene in it it just enhances what it is that you may think can turn your reader on or just give them a, a little different tidbit to chew on. It can be applied across the board, and it just spices things up. Absolutely. And if you guys were listening, I dropped two commercials, which is something that we're going to do for 2017. Some authors, they work. They can't do interviews. They can't get there. You know, and, and it's really important to kind of get yourself out there and get people able to know you and your work. And commercials are a great way to do that. Um, if you have a commercial and you would like it to be played on less chat during our breaks, make sure you send your request 
to thechatradioshow at gmail.com. You can send us your commercial drop. It is um, $5, and we will, for one show, and then $10 for two shows. So if you wanted to just want us to drop it on just one of our shows for one specific night, just let us know if you have a book. Say you got a book coming out Saturday and you can't really get out to get an interview and you want to get it pushed. Um, if you want to have it for three months straight played on every show, you can get a, a sponsorship. And because that commercial is added into the sponsorship package, you do have the ability uh, to use that. And we will drop your commercial uh, for three months uh, under the sponsorship mm -hmm. packages. Mm -hmm. On every show. And also music, too, Leash. You know, we have a library full of awesome, great music by so many various different arts, so uh, we do have spots of musical as well. Absolutely. Shout out to Bird School Records. They're always dropping, mm. dropping independent uh, artists off their music. Shout out to Rick Ross Music Group. They're always sending us music as well. Um, <laughs> Give a shout out to Ike Breeze. He's on my sports <laughs> I he, yes. he he has music by Ike. He is one of my my great sports fans on Sunday, and he and I we be going at it. <laughs> Shout out to him. He has been on the show a couple of times, and he has some new music coming out. We had some exclusives from Ike, and uh, he is a friend to the show, <laughs> and we love him. So Absolutely. follow him as well. And that last song that we played, shout out to Team Furnace, uh, producer E.P. Pope has his own independent label um, called Furnace. And so In My Feelings is actually two of his artists, Kimber Nicole and uh, Necessary. We love Necessary yes. here on the show. Um, but all of that music is on iTunes, uh, Blue Marley is through uh, Bird School Records that played with him, and that is an exclusive, and it's not available as of yet, but as soon as it is, I'll make sure that I'll let those that, you know, want to purchase it know that it is available, but that is um, an exclusive between him and Yo Gotti. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have some good music in our library as well. <laughs> Absolutely, absolutely. We're going to take a brief break, and then we will be right back. We're going to play some of that Ike Breeze. Okay. <laughs> we fresh. Nobody signs it up. Push! 
Why your chick looking at me? She look like Delilah, you look like Samson. From the block to the pen to the penthouse. Had a bucket, now I pull Ben's out. I went from ashy to classy. Real diamonds, but yours look glassy. Three butt naked women in the hot tub. It's a process, get my young jock rub. Nine months later, got the game knocked up. We don't need help, got the game locked up. You thinking that you better than me? You must be on lean like the Tower of Pisa. Cause you gonna need an army of ghost riders. And you gonna need the power of Jesus. I ain't voting for the Trumps or the Clintons. Or the propaganda they spitting. I'ma get this money, keep winning. I'ma get this money, keep winning. We first to death, we first to death. You can't come We first to death, we first to death. Like a funeral We first to death, we first to death. You can't come We first to death, we first to death. Like a funeral We fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh, we fresh. Okay, okay. We fresh, we fresh, we fresh.
keep it poppin', yes I am, baby I'm gon' get this money while I can no We can push twists and ice, baby We can live this for life, sugar yeah. We can pop twists at night, sugar I'm gon' make sure you tight It's the by nature too, friend of foe, and it, it dropped about a month ago on, on Black Friday. Oh, Black Friday yeah. drop. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, this is Tony, and thanks again for joining us. Tell us a little bit about that latest Black Friday drop. Oh, it's a sequel of, of, about Keyshawn's life. It picks up where Keyshawn got shot when he was in the hospital, and now he's dealing with a whole bunch of new different enemies. Whereas though after if you remember in part one, you know he was dealing with the um, adversaries of his father and his mother. Now he's dealing with the adversaries of people with around him and in the city. That's why the book is called Friend of Foe. So everybody, it's like it's like a, a it's like a time right now in the book where everybody is trying to be the boss. They want to all want to be the crown. They try to knock him off. And since he got shot, it's like they could become the boss. So he had to deal with all of that. Oh, try to throw him off his throne. Yeah, they try to they try to take him off his throne, but it's a it's definitely another good read for you. Mm-hmm. I try to make sure I put a lot of um action and drama and suspense in there, and also with the same messages that I was putting in there in the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely, Tony. You know, absolutely. Oh, go ahead, uh-huh. At the top of our show, 
you know, we were talking about uh, how books grab you, and uh, that that cover is first and foremost. You know, your 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 cover is pretty interesting to Hustle Part Two, Friend of Foe, and um, give us a little bit of background on that. Are those bullet holes, or what 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 do you got going yes. on? Yes, <laughs> it's a um, it's a it's a bullet it's a bulletproof vest that broke into pieces into the shape of jersey oh. with the three bullet holes. Yeah. Oh, it's similar to the show. Okay, was, yeah, the show is to show how much action really was going on in there. See, we pay attention okay, to those things. Oh, okay, really I'm glad you. Okay. Right? <laughs> Thank you. That, that was the exactly. same question because I was curious. I'm like, is that a boot? <laughs> yeah, that's an all. Yeah, it's an all bulletproof vest. Okay. Broken into yeah. pieces. I can't take credit for that because I didn't design that. I didn't even come up with that idea. My graphic designer, really? he came up, yeah, he came up with that idea. I went, I wanted to, I wanted to show like a picture of um the city of Newark, and mm-hmm. you know, saying and, and, and somehow in the cover, and like you know with like um red and like blood stains. But he came up with that idea because he couldn't get the uh, actual non copyrighted um picture of the city of Newark. Mm-hmm. So he just he just he came up with that idea, sent it to me, and I approved. I, I loved it. This is it's nice. I like Absolutely. it. It's different. Well, make sure you shout okay. out to a graphic artist because he did a good job. Yes. His name um Ben Jacobs. He's uh, from Black Tag Media. Mhm. Black Tag yeah. Media. All right. Great job. Thank you. Yes. Well, shout out Ben. That was an awesome. What was that? Awesome cover. I said that's an okay, awesome thanks. cover. Oh, okay, thank now, you. Now you're um also you are represented by Heather Butler's um agency, yes. Agency. Yes. <laughs> Tell us yeah, how you got hooked up with Heather. She's so awesome. Yeah, she is. I love yeah. Heather, man. That's my baby. Um I met Heather down in um SOL. This was on lit um book festival last year. Mm-hmm. And she was um one of her authors was sitting was at the table next to me. And you know, while we were down there, we got to busting it up and chopping it up. And I, she told me she was an um, agent, so I got her card, and we just started discussing that. We started doing business after that. Mm-hmm. And since ever since, you know, ever since then, like Heather, Heather, like she's like a, a a big sister to me. You know, she she always got my best interest, so I I I, I mess with Heather, hard body. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Now, do you have anything else cooking in the um in your writing kitchen? Oh yes, I have um. Well, one I got a book. I got another book being released next year called A Dangerous Game, and that's coming out on another publishing company that I'm doing with my two brothers called um First Family Publishing. And the first book that's going to okay. be released underneath for that is from my um my brother Byron. Um, Byron Warner, he he's writing a um, nonfiction novel. So we trying something different. He's writing a nonfiction novel on his life called Man and Man, The Longest Letter Ever. And it's actually a book about a letter that he wrote to his son. Uh-huh. And so that's that awesome. will be released in 2017. Then we got, um, also have a bookstore that's open in January, mid-January, oh, down here in Wilmington, Delaware, called, yeah, called Urban Illum. Ilm is an um, Arabic word for knowledge. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like a, a Muslim bookstore and an urban bookstore put together. And where is it going to be at? 
it's um in Wilmington, well, Wilmington, Delaware. It's okay. in Wilmington, Delaware, running the downtown area. Okay. Seventh and Tattnall, if y'all know the Wilmington area. That's I don't I don't know the actual exact number address, but it's mm-hmm. it's in a nice little spot. Something that we started a small spot. We starting off, so we could actually you know build it up and put some more um African American bookstores in the, in in the city and in it. Hopefully we could get they start getting some more um opening up around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That sounds really. Now tell us a little bit about the. Yeah, about it. About which one? I was going to say, tell us a little bit about First Family Publishing. What made you guys uh, come up with that name, come together, and go into publishing? Um, Well, I I was always also, you know, I got um, my other company, Garvin and Garvin Publishing. My um, brother, Byron, you know, well, he's like a brother to me, older brother to me. He also wrote a lot of books, so we we wanted to do a business, and we linked up with my own my best friend and their family. So we came up with the name. It's like all of us are all linked by family members. My cousin is Byron's brother, uh-huh. and my boy is his cousin. So and and then everybody that we been around are all family and ties somehow, some way. So he actually wrote a book called First Family, which will be released next year also. So I, I can't. I said, well, you know what? That would be a dope name for a publishing company. Let's let's start the publishing company and call it First Family Publishing. But that's really how that came about, and we took it and we ran with it. Uh-huh. Well, we started to run with. We actually having a party, a launch party on Friday, at um a lounge that we have <coughs> here in Delaware. We're having this Friday. It's going to be a launch party and a listening party for the audio book for. A Hustler by Nature, Part One. Wow, you have some great things going on, Mr. Amir. <laughs> yes, I'm trying to. Man. I'm trying to, you know, we're trying to come into the industry. We're trying to get our name going. We're just mm-hmm. trying to, you know, make, make our own lane, make our own lane for this. Ain't nothing wrong with that, because, you know, in this industry, if you don't move your feet, you ain't going nowhere. You might get to the block, the end of the block, but you ain't going across the street. You got to move your feet yeah. and uh, get yourself out there, get that networking going, and that's an mm-hmm. awesome, awesome thing. Now, here on Let's Chat, what we're going to start doing is running commercials. So if you have a drop for your book that you want to run on the show, hit hit okay. either me or T up, and we can get that on. Um, it's uh, $5 for one show and then two dollars, uh, $20 for both shows. We do two shows a week. So if you're interested okay. in that, make sure you hit one of us up and we can that way because you can't do interviews everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you right. have to just be able to get yourself out there without being there. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's definitely that's definitely I'll definitely be hearing y'all up there and put and put it put it um put it together. You know, because I also Absolutely. also. I, um, I really wasn't going to say nothing much. I don't be talking much about this event coming up because once we – well, it's already solidified, basically. We just ain't start promoting it yet. Um, next September, September 16th, I believe the date's a Saturday, we're having a book okay. fair, first annual um, book fair down here in Wilmington, Delaware that we're doing. So okay. I'm, we're trying to like, do, I'm trying to like really do it big and bring and – and our mission for that one is to – 
bring authors here and like get 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 the get the industry like show the support and get the support of the the, the fan base here, the readers, the book club. Because I'm finding mm-hmm. this book club here in Wilmington, and I'm just learning about is you know the, in the local areas like Philly, um, South Jersey, Maryland, all over Pennsylvania. You know we just trying to bring everybody here to to show the light on what we try and do. Mm-hmm. So y'all should come through. Come through. Heather Come through. told us, yeah, she told me about it um, a couple of months ago. So okay. either one of us would be there or both of us would be there, but we'll be we'll be in the house um, showing our support. Shout out to everybody out there. Shout out to Heather Butler. Excited because this is exciting. I love going to book events. I have to learn not to buy mm-hmm. so many books, but I love to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't no, have no where I put them. I believe that when I see it happen, Lisa. <laughs> everywhere she know. goes, she has a she has a shit book back. That's how much my girl be into the book. <laughs> what this is? And my husband had to buy it. a new bookcase. My husband was like, "What? What was that? You want me to put that together?" Uh, yeah, I got some books, and I gotta I gotta put them on there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's good. I listen. I love it. I love that you love writing almost because I'm going to help you fill them up. Ain't nothing wrong with that. We're going to drop books like that. that. Now, remember, we do reviews as well. We got the WRP Diva Review Team. So if you Mm -hmm. want your book review, make sure you hit us up. You supply the book, we'll supply the reader. I know I sent you all my y'all e-book. Did y'all get it? I think it was about a month ago. um, let me uh-huh. check. Because I don't think I got I'll check my Yahoo. I don't think I got a book, though. Okay. Because I know I sent it. I definitely gifted it off. Heather told me, to, you know, to send y'all books. I, I sent it. <coughs> and make sure y'all well, check it out. Inbox, if you got, inbox if you don't... us and tell us what emails you used. Yeah, let okay. us know. Make sure. All right, you yeah, let us know. And then let me know what you think about it. Uh-huh. I love this. I love to hear the reviews. Yeah, we do reviews. We do. Okay. We do get good good reviews. Now, now okay. this is Tony. I want you know, Lisa and I talked at the top of the show about the length and and the the process that goes into getting a really good book out. You know, having that supportive, that real rock team behind you as far as graphics and editors and beta readers and proofreaders. And when you have all that in place, it takes a minute to get that book out without having, you know, bad reviews as a result of sloppy and rushed work. How how long does it does it take you? You know, this is part two of a of a book and I hear you already talk about part three next year. How long do you say is a sufficient amount of time to to develop that book and not rush it and give the readers how long does it take you to get a book out? Oh, it takes me about a year. I'm sorry. If they're not already written, like um, a dangerous mm-hmm. game that's coming out, that's another. That's a that's not with this series right here. A dangerous game is another uh, 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 book by itself. Um, but however, that's already written. The only thing I gotta do with that mm-hmm. one is go back over. But for me, I'm, it takes like a year, but I, it takes me the year to write a book because I write two, three mm-hmm. times. I rewrite it. Right. Two, three times. Then me and the editor go over, and I gotta. I love my editor because me and her talks all the time, and, and, and she'll sit down like I made. Well, we changed this, and we'll go over it on the phone until we know we get it um right. 
Because I don't want to put out um, no bad works. So if it ain't right, if my editor tell me, like, oh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know what I'm saying, train, do go back over this. I'm going back over. I need to go back over. I don't, I don't, I don't want to put out no, no, no garbage. I, I, right. I like um, quality over quantity. Man, you are. I'm so glad you said that because Leisha and I were talking about that before you came into the chat room. That's what we want as readers. We want quality over quantity, and it takes a minute to to get that book the right way. You have to go back and forth. You know, you, what you're saying mm-hmm. is what Leisha and I try to preach on this show on a weekly basis, right, Leisha? That's right. You got to go. Yeah, it, it, it's important. This is the thing. People are going to go. Every book you write is not going to hit. So if right. you just have mm-hmm. a quantity of books in your library, when those books don't hit, then you're good. But when you get a book that hits and people got to go back in your library, then what are they going into? You know what I'm saying? That right. The library is a representation of yourself. We talked about that also at the beginning of the show, making sure that you take pride in everything that you put your name on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's I, I, I have a, a real thing like you know, my name is my name and I don't want nobody to put, you know, saying like like you said, pride in your name. Right. You know, I want I want my name to be like that. Like it's a brand. I I don't want nobody thinking, Oh man, you read Cornell Amir Garvin book or you read Amir books that it um man don't think it's trash. No, I don't want none of that. At all. You know, I look at it as like I look at it like um I refer a little bit to the streets. You know, if you have like garbage out in the streets, you ain't gonna make no money. Nobody gonna come around mm-hmm. you. But if you put out quality, then you're gonna you're gonna make a name for yourself and you're gonna you grow. You know, and just like any business, really, anything like Walmart ain't ain't, ain't become a um a, a, a franchise, a, a, a multi-billion-dollar business off of uh, on, on trash. Mm-hmm. You know, they put and whatever who. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They they put out good stuff. Everybody put out good stuff. Whatever your business is, you have to put out good stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you just can't put out like there's there's probably there's authors that put out a book of money. I don't I don't I don't know how you put out a book of money. Like how do you really sit down and say you're gonna write or you write you write a, a fifty thousand to seventy thousand word book in a month, still living and taking care of kids and your household and it be good. You have, a, you have a strong point there, absolutely. Now, this is Tony once again, um, Cornell. You know, you, you have shared with us so many great things that you have in store and that you have done in the past. Now, do you have a bucket, a bucket list of things that you want, further things that you want to accomplish that you haven't even been able to dip into? Are there other things in Cornell's world that he wants to accomplish? Yeah. And um, for one, one of my top one of my top goals on my um, list is that I want to build my companies, you know, to a point where as though we are on a level of the majors. Mm-hmm. And I have a plan for that, you know, but, I, but first I had to build the capital to make it happen. Like I want to print my own books. That's my plan. I want to buy a printer and print my own books. Because if I could cut that cost and ship whenever I want, or, or go without going through somebody else to do it. Mm-hmm. What's stopping me from being on the top? Who's going to stop that? If I put out man. quality, if I put out quality, and I got the printer, I got the, I got the same tools that the majors use. 
why mm-hmm. would I not be in the, in, in the same category as the majors? That's true. What, you know, I'm trying to be on that level. I'm trying to build something that That's right. from from yeah from 100 years from now it's still running. Exactly. Company's still running. Exactly. That longevity. And you know, you kind of speak into our topic tonight, um, Cornell, which is new year, new moves, and staying focused. How do you feel about that topic? Because that's right up your alley. Yeah, that's a, that's a beautiful topic. That's a beautiful topic. Staying focused is one of the keys too, though. Like I, I, I know um, another I one of my people. You said that's it's right. easy. I think it's, it's the key, like the the emphasis on the key. Yeah. Yes, because a lot of people will fall off. They they won't be focused. They'll just, see, one of my friends he wrote a book, and mm-hmm. he put it out. But he he don't even want to be in the the um, book industry like that no more because he feels like and he he I got some bad bad vibes like bad experiences. Mm-hmm. And I tried to explain to him like, yo, my man, like you're not gonna blow up overnight. This thing takes time. You gotta get out there. And you gotta grind this thing. Like, you know, you gotta really get out here and really hustle. If you, exactly. you know what I'm saying? To make a name, you got to get the customers. So he really, like, man, I don't want to do it. I just want to turn my books into movies. Cool. I, I respect your vision. It's the same it's, thing. We could do that. <laughs> yeah, but it's the same, it's the same, same thing. <laughs> we got to grind. We got to hustle. <laughs> yeah, that's we got to right. grind. That's, that's what we put. Now, you this know, is, I, 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 you know, I, I always say to speak is to create because language has power. Um. What was an early experience for you where you learned that language had power? Um, I was in car. Was I in car? I'm trying to think. I, I knew for a while. I knew it's the way you present yourself, or even not even just with words. I mean, writing them down on paper. It was how you speak. I know you could get a lot of things done, and I learned that when I was incarcerated. And I learned if I didn't present myself the proper way and show that you know, saying I'm not dumb then I could get a lot of things done. Mm-hmm. And the way, and the way, and, and actually, you know, because I'm like a fighter. I'm the one who, I like, I like the one who stands up for the rights. Especially when I was incarcerated. Like, listen, if you were treating us bad, I'm going to stand up and fight for you, for us. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what, and, you know, and I learned, doing, going through that trial and tribulation of my life. And then I learned mm-hmm. that, you know, words is power. How you present yourself and, and, and speak, you can get a lot of, a lot of things done. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's that's a good that was a good question as well as an even better answer. Um, but uh, this is Tony. You know, we try to say who's who because we've been told that we sound alike. Although I may be a little nasal <laughs> because of my cold. <laughs> but if I okay. had the power to look into your head, because you are so focused and and so on on rigid about what it is that you want to accomplish and around the time frame that you want to accomplish it. If I had the power to look inside your head, what would I be exposed to and what would I be privileged to see? Oh, you'd be exposed to a lot of madness. <laughs> a lot of madness. <laughs> you look into my head, boy, I'm telling you. <laughs> Not, um, what kind like, of madness you got up there, Cornell? <laughs> huh? Let us find out. Yeah. You got to have you <laughs> in the always... room. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 not like that. Um, just just the experience of my life. You're gonna look it into my head, and you're gonna see that you know the things that I went through. You know, it, it, it takes a, like you, the power and try to like I don't look for power. That's not you know saying something that I look for or anything like that. I look to try to like just make a way. 
mm-hmm. know, just just try to make a way for me and my peoples and everybody that's around us. So I, I do a lot of reading. Well, I've done a lot of reading, so I don't, I don't get much time to read now. But I've done a lot mm-hmm. of reading, and, mm-hmm. and I didn't read, like, a lot of fiction books. Like, okay. I read knowledgeable mm-hmm. books. You know, mm-hmm. I did a lot of classes, a lot of learning. Education is the key. I, 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 don't, I don't stress it more to all the kids that I be around or in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, education is the key. And I tell the kids, like, right. if you don't educate yourself and try to try to be better, you're going to be stuck in the same situation. And then that's insanity. Oh, okay. Keep, keep that's doing right. the same thing over and boxes. over again, insanity. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're going to be a boss or you're going to work for one. You got one or two options. Yeah, and I'm trying to be a boss. I can't work for nobody. Oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I might have had two or three I, I jobs my whole life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Now, I'm speaking sorry, to I, you I, as a reader, what is one of your favorite underappreciated novels that you've read? Underappreciated? <sighs> Something that you I'm think that think. People, people really need to to have in their library, but a lot of people don't. Mm. That's a hard one because everybody, ever since I like pretty much everybody I got. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say because y'all don't have it yet, and I know it's gonna take a while before y'all do have it when it comes out. Is mm-hmm. um Byron's book Man to Man the longest letter ever. Like as I'm yeah. reading, I'm reading it now, and as I'm reading this letter, this this book, I'm like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I knew this man about 10, 17 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. It's a, this is this is deep. And I told him that we, mm-hmm. we just came back from the Baltimore, um, um, an event in Baltimore Sunday, and he came down there with me. And on the way and on the way down, I told him, I said, yo, your book is good, bro. Like, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And for it to be, like, I don't, I don't read too many nonfiction unless it's on people that, you know, people that I, um, like, watch them, like, I, I learn about I want to learn about them. You know, so right. I don't read too much of that uh, on far as biographies. However, I'm like, yo, this book mm-hmm. right here is serious because it's, it's like he's telling the story. You know, he's telling the story, not just telling the situation. Mm-hmm. He's actually talking to you. You could, you could, like me knowing him, I can say, oh, wow, yeah, he's really talking to us. You know, mm-hmm. that, as far as that, that's probably the only book that I've read that I haven't read that nobody read yet that, um, should have been somebody. And another, there's another one, but I can't remember this brother's name. He, I read it when I was in jail, and mm-hmm. I don't believe he ever really put it out. But this book was so good. It was, it was based off of Philly, like South Philly. This book was so good. It was it was up there with um Life and my own um, Leo Sullivan. And more Cal- it's up there with them, but he never like got the chance story. to put it out. Oh, awesome. Mhm. Yeah, he, he, with Leo Sullivan. Yeah, that, that was a good book. Uh, you know, he, his this boy, this brother book was so good that he, I'm like, yo, he, he's one of the ones that inspired me to write in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it never, he, he, he never put it out. Mm-hmm. He never put it out. Like I was when, when we moved units, I was asking for where's where's the Russell because I didn't get to the end of it yet. Mm-hmm. Stuck with you, yeah, huh? But, yeah, stuck with me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, now this is not only. Talk about, oh, go ahead, um, I'm sorry, Lisa. <laughs> you know, th- you talk about uh, the things that you've done before you 
while you were incarcerated, and, and I'm not sure how old you are, but you do sound relatively young. Do you feel that you would be where you are today as focused on your future and doing the, making the moves that you're making if you had not been incarcerated? I mean, do you feel that no. you would be at this point in your life? No. Uh-uh. No? I'm going to tell you right now, nope. I would still, I'd be still in the streets. I'd probably, I'd probably be dead. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I probably would be dead somewhere. That's powerful. You know, you know, because like it, like I was headed. You know, what I'm saying to, to, to do. I wasn't working. Going to job. When I was younger, all I wanted to do was be in the streets. Cause that's all I saw. I, I mean, I'm 36 years old. So you, mind you, I grew up as a child watching the crack era come in come into play. Mm-hmm. So me watching all these drug dealers and that, that's all I saw. So what if? Right. It was either, I was trying to do that or play basketball, but I chose the streets. Right. So I yeah, there was nothing slowing me down. I I don't have no kids, and I always said even before I went to jail, if I had kids, I might slow down. But right now, I'm mm-hmm. running up. I'm running a hundred miles and running. So jail actually, and it was took took me three like three times to go to jail. Go to jail. Like I I mm-hmm. ain't just do one long, but I did like a bunch of four year hits. Mhm. So it took me to get to my early 30s. Like when I was early 30, like, it's time to calm down now. It's time to do something right. different. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm going to wind up spending the rest of my life in jail. Matter of fact, that's what it was. Because when I was fighting, I was actually going to court fighting for my life for right. a drug charge. A small drug mm-hmm. charge, I was actually fighting for my life. And it was like, yo, it's time for me to, um, you know what I'm saying, make better decisions and do something else. Like you said at the top of your interview, when you're doing the same thing, that's just insanity if you don't want to make that change. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's got to make change because it's like um, I got tired of, you know what I'm saying, like, all right, well, I'm not going to be a big-time drug dealer. I'm not going to be a kingpin. There's no way that's going to happen because I'm, I'm, I spent most of my 20s, I spent my entire 20s and my early 30s in jail. Mm-hmm. So I had to make a change. I had to make a change. So what I did, I just said, you know what? When I got inspired to writing, I said, you know what? And everybody like, yo, you need to publish, you need to publish. I'm like, all right, cool. Like it got to the when I my my books got to the streets. When when I called home and people said, and my uncle was like, yo, like, you know, such and such came home and told me you wrote a book. They said it's fire. I'm like, word. They're mm-hmm. like, yeah, people was going home talking about my stuff. So I'm like, well, mm-hmm. you need to do something about this. So I just took, you know, what I'm saying the love that I had for the streets and I put it into writing. And that's why I always refer this business into like that type of, you know, say um, mindset because I know if I put my mindset of what I had before, what I was doing before into this, this this right here, that's why I'm so focused. I put the same mindset that I had in the streets into this book industry, and I'm just trying to run with it. Absolutely. And to piggyback off that, just to piggyback off what you said, you know, you kind of like come full circle and found yourself, considering all that you've gone through, what do you consider to be your greatest virtue that you have found out about yourself? Um, that I could write and that I have a talent other than, you know, the negativity things that I was doing. Um, and, I, and that I aspire people. I have learned that, that some, like, even though I don't be trying to be no, no leader, mm-hmm. some people, like, they, they, they follow they, they follow what I do. So I aspire, I aspire people to write a book. Um, I know another friend of mine, he had read my book in jail, 
he wrote a book. He came home and, and got it published on his own publishing company and everything. Wow. So, like, this is not that I, 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 yeah, I, I could, yeah, I, I, I could inspire people, and I know the youth be watching, the younger generation be watching. So that, that that's why I think one of my great, you know, greatest virtues is that you know I know people look up and I could own, try to lead them the right way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to piggyback off of that, what does literary success look like to you? Literary success. Mhm. Um, mm-hmm. What does it look like to you? Not really about money. Just know that every time I write a book, the readers love it. Mm-hmm. The readers, as long as the readers love it, that's success to me. As long as I know I can keep putting books out, and I can make the readers happy, and they can, they they, they love my work, and that right there, that's success to me. Because it's making me happy, and it's keeping me away from um the negativity. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned that you have tons of friends that are authors. Um, how do they help you become a better writer? Who was that? You said, oh, my, You mentioned that uh, you author. have a lot of authors that are friends, close friends. How do they help you oh. become a better writer? Well, they were the ones who were judging my work. You know, it was like, um, it was like almost like a little competition. To me, that's how I was looking at yo. You need to you need to step it up a little bit more. Or I and I read yours. I read his, and his was good. I, you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and you know, what I'm saying, I was like, um, it would be like, okay, I need to try and compete with y'all. You know, what I'm saying, so that was that. That's what um how we basically did it. But a lot of my author friends that I didn't meet, um, I didn't meet in the industry since I've been in these past three years. These are friends that I've that I've been around, you know what I'm saying. Um, except for um, DeAndre, I I know I know him pretty good. Um, I don't know you. I know DeAndre Prince. DeAndre he wrote um, he wrote Bloody Money, the Bloody Money series. Mm-hmm. Um, Merry effing Christmas. He wrote a whole bunch of books. Well, you don't have to send him my way so we can have him up in the chat room to talk that talk with him. Yeah. Y'all might need to if we can find him. We got a final. So I can get, we can get to know him. Yeah, I got a final. He was on with Street Knowledge Publishing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, this is Tony. Um, I have a fun question for you. Now, uh-huh. you have so much going on. You have your your your, your writing. You're, you're opening up this exciting bookstore. You're publishing. Now, say you're writing and uh, you, you come across, and the TV's on, you come across something, what movie or TV show that can stop Cornell and his tracks and that you would actually sit down and watch the whole thing on? Game of Thrones. Oh, really? <laughs> Game of Thrones. I'm, I'm like a fantasy. Um, like a fantasy. Stop, um, stop what you're doing and watch it. Yeah, that's why I lock it from okay. Game of Thrones, Power, now you're talking. Uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones, Power. Oh, what else? Cause I don't watch too much TV. Uh huh. But those are one of the yeah, that, that might be it. Oh yeah, and, and then I, and then I watched on web series. You know, like on um, Money and Violence and Respect Life. I be on all of them. The but I don't really watch TV. Would you turn one of your book into a web series? Yeah, I'm actually working on that too. We're working on that. Oh, we're working on Sunday, Sunday, um, Yeah, 
you just gotta get the script done and get um the right people the the um, right camera crew together. So we working. We working over here. You know, we try. <laughs> we working. That's a wonderful thing though. We and, and we much respect for that as well because it's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah, it's definitely not so easy, much. but no, no. I, I listen. I can't sleep right now. I've been, I've been, I've been running for the past year right now with no sleep. <laughs> you know, heaven don't be tired. I was just sick. I, it took me two weeks to get over this cold because I, I don't get no sleep. I'm always working. I, don't, I know, I I know exactly true. what you mean. I'm going yeah. through it myself. <laughs> you can't shake it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm trying. I'm trying to work. I ain't got time to sleep. I ain't got time none of that. I'm like, well, um, who said, what did no rapper say, um, man, I sleep when I die. I I'm trying to get it. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Look, for real, we tried, we tried. Sleep. You know, me, we're trying to come into this industry and, and really make our own lane. We try to do it like the music. We hustle this thing like people hustle music. We're trying to be, mm-hmm. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to take it to everywhere. Like I'm not playing. I'm trying to go everywhere, overseas, every city, state in America, Mexico. We try to turn these books into Spanish, German, whatever language right. it is. We're trying to be everywhere. All right, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's an awesome thing. You know, well, well it's gonna be exciting. Uh, you know, Lisa, either myself, one of us, or both of us is gonna be at the September event, and it's gonna be really exciting. And we're gonna be happy to meet you, as long as you know you you've been on the show twice. So we're looking yes. forward to that. I know. I can't wait for y'all to come down. We're gonna have a ball. We're gonna turn up. I'm trying to bring this. I'm telling you, the whole city of Wilmington will be there. It, y'all will be I the like whole. It. That thing will be packed like it's a party. Okay, wow. it's going well, down excited. September 2017. It's going to be lit. I'm, I'm trying to bring this. I'm trying, I'm trying to bring every city next to Wilmington down. Chester, oh. Camden, Philly, Atlantic City. Um, everybody, everybody, come on down. DC, Newark, everybody, uh-huh. come down. And you know something, Cornell? I hear the passion in you, and I I hear and I feel the drive that I know that you can make it happen, because you you just you sound like you are on the on point with what it is that you want to do, what it is you want to accomplish. So, big respect from from here, the ladies on Let's Chat, and we know you're gonna do your thing, and we have great and exciting things ahead. So you know you have you have this platform. If you ever want to get it out there, so you just let one of Thank us you. know, and we can make it happen. And don't forget, if you're interested in uh, having our commercial services for you, just hit one of us up, and we can make that happen as well. But before you leave the chat room, shout out your social media sites, and once again, all the exciting things that you have coming out of your corner of the world. Okay. Um, my social media, I'm on Facebook as Cornell Amir Garvin. Also have my author page as same same author Cornell Amir Garvin. Um, Instagram I'm under Amir Garvin. Twitter Cornell Amir Garv. Snapchat Snapchat I don't really know how to do Snapchat but I'm on there as Amir Garvin. Okay. <laughs> um, you know I just released part two. It's on ebook right now. Um, for four ninety nine the paperback will be out early next year around February. 
right before the taxi, right before taxes will be out. Cause I'm a paper, I'm a paper book, I'm a paperback lover. I love paperback. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know, but I want, I wanted to get the readers and the fans, you know, um, the book, those who like e books or whatever, just to give them, give it to them before the paperback out here. Um, mm-hmm. we got that. We got my, you know, I got the new publishing com- company, um, First Family Publishing, which we having the really, the launch party on Friday. Right here in Wilmington, Delaware, at Third World Studios, thirteen, no, twelve, thirty-two North King Street. Mm-hmm. And then we got my my own my brother book being released early early next year, Man and Man, the longest letter ever. Then we got his other book, First Family, and then we got a poem book coming out also on um, Sins of a Father, which is a poem book coming out. We got my book on um, a dangerous game coming out, and then we got a Hustle by Nature three coming out next year. Right. And we have the book fair. Can I can I forget the book fair? That's going to be live. Going to be lit. September sixteenth, two thousand seventeen. In Wilmington, Delaware. That's exciting. Yeah. And don't forget to inbox Felicia and I to make sure you have our correct email addresses. Uh, so okay. Can, um, find out what happened with that. But we so appreciate you once again for joining us here on Let's Chat. You know, you you're welcome back anytime, Cornell. Thank I thank you for having me again. You're very welcome. And you enjoy the rest of your evening and, and try to get a, at least a little bit of sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try. Try to get ready for this party. <laughs> All right, you have a great evening, okay? All right, y'all, y'all do too. Okay, thank Good you. Night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Another great interview. I love with him. his energy. I love his energy and his passion yes. for what he does. It just comes through the airwaves. And to be so young, he's doing so much. So that's really, really awesome. To and and to even come from being behind the wall and coming out and having a whole second chance um, at life. Yes. Uh, and he's mm-hmm. taking he's taking advantage of it to make sure that you know the things that he took advantage of before he uh-huh. makes up for that in this second chance that he's received. So that's awesome. Uh-huh. We appreciate you guys uh-huh. tuning in tonight to Let's Chat. Make sure you guys are here tomorrow. It is our last show of the year, The Awakening. Uh-huh. It's our BDSM edition show. We have the fabulous Sasha Harding, who is an author as well as a dominatrix. And we also have Peter Mack, who will be calling in. Our show is Doms versus Subs. And I also have author D. Storm calling in. She is actually a sub, submissive. Uh, so she's going to be calling into the show. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have such a good time. I'm excited. I can't wait. We're going to go out with a bang, people. <laughs> Absolutely. Make sure you guys Absolutely. tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. This is going to be a fun show. I'm so excited. We appreciate you guys. We'll check you guys out tomorrow. And we out. This is State of Emergency. Bitches, 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 bitches. You want me to do? I'm sorry. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Hustle.
writing books, hustle. In, in, in the pen with your pen, 24 